everybody and welcome once again to old time rock and roll i'm your host lee douglas and tonight's show for the first time is a little bit i think we've done a couple of these shows before these are by the way that recording was the platters and it is a remake an american remake of the famous song that was a big hit back in 1960 i believe called come prima which in italian means the first time so tonight, we're going to play some songs that you've heard, and then we're going to play the originals, the ones who really started the hit on its way. Or maybe not, because some of these songs were just bombs until other people took them over. And that's what the show is about tonight. On October 21st, 1957, a guy by the name of Jimmy Driftwood came out with a song which would go absolutely nowhere, even on the country charts. But two years later, Johnny Horton would pick it up and would have a million-selling record with it. And it is the Battle of New Orleans. First, Johnny Horton, and then the original by Jimmy Driftwood. In 
14, we took a little trip Along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi We took a little bacon and we took a little beans And we caught the bloody British in a town in New Orleans We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico We looked down the river and we see the British come And there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum They stepped so high and they made the bugles ring We stood beside our cotton bales and didn't say a thing We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Old Hickory said we could take them by surprise If we didn't fire muskets till we looked them in the eye We held our fire till we see their faces well Then we opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them well We fired our guns and the British kept them coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico We grabbed an alligator and we fought another round We filled his head with cannonballs and powdered his behind And when we touched the powder off, the gator lost his mind We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Gave Gene a drink that he brought with Tennessee And the pirates said he'd help us drive the British in the sea The French told Andrew you'd better run For packing hounds are coming with a bullet in his gun Old Hickory said he didn't give a damn He's a gonna whip the British off a of Colonel Packingham We fired our guns and the British kept a coming But there wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began running on Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico the river and we see the British come and there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum. They stepped so high and they made their bugles ring while we stood beside our cotton bales didn't say a thing. Old Hickory said we'd take a by surprise if we didn't fire a musket till we looked them in the eyes. We held our fire till we see their faces well then we opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them hell. We fired our guns and the British kept a coming but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. 
We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, they ran through the briars and they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where a rabbit couldn't go. They ran so fast that the hounds couldn't catch them on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we fired our cannon till the barrel melted down, so we grabbed the alligator and we fought another round. We filled his head with many balls and powdered his behind, and when we touched the powder off, the gator lost his mind. They lost their pants and their pretty shiny coats, and their tails were all a-showing like a bunch of billy goats. They run down the river with their tongues hanging out, and they said they got a licking, which there wasn't any doubt. We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming, but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we marched back to town in our dirty ragged pants and we danced all night with them pretty girls from France. We couldn't understand them but they had the sweetest charms and we understood them better when we got them in our arms. The guide who brung the British from the sea came a-limping into camp just as sick as he could be. He said the dying words of the Colonel Packenham was, You better quit your fooling with your cousin Uncle Sam. We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming, but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we'll march back home, but we'll never be content till we make old hick with the people's president. And every time we think about the bacon and the beans, we'll think about the fun we had way down in New Orleans. We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming, but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more, and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, they ran through the briars and they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where rabbits couldn't go. They ran so fast that the hounds couldn't catch them on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Fired our guns and the British kept a-coming, but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, there you have it. That's how the, <laughs> that's how the Battle of New Orleans started out. Quite different and kind of odd when you think about it. Because you thought you knew the song, but you see, and I think there's a little more history in uh, the Jimmy Driftwood version as well. In 1959, Jackie Wilson left the blues behind as he became a singer of the more beautiful up- and low-tempo songs with huge orchestras. This song was one of his better up-tempo tunes called Am I the Man? Well, back in 1957, unknown blues singer Al Kent recorded this for Checker Records. Never even made a tiny ripple but nevertheless, here are both of those recordings. Am I the man? Tell me so You ought to be here to prove it's true That I'm the only one for you And baby, tell me once again Oh, am I the man? Yes, girl, yeah, girl. 
all of these beautiful girls are driving me wild. But I'm gonna wait until you're in my arms. I'm gonna wait until I have your charms. I'm gonna wait till you come to me and love it, love it like I thought of be. And baby, tell me once again, oh, am I the Interesting, I must say, uh, a little bit more bluesy. You know, it's hard to tell because Jackie Wilson was one of the best. But there you have 
I am, I am the man. All right. Originally, back in 1952, Joni James, who was very, very big in the early 1950s and managed to last with her string of hits through most of the 1950s, even during the top beginnings of rock and roll, sang this ballad called Have You Heard? It didn't become a huge smash until 1963, when the Duprees, with a song that went as high as number 18 on the Billboard charts, here is Have You Heard?
you know, I don't know anyone who didn't like those guys. They, they were just outstanding, outstanding. And what a beautiful sound they came with. In 1963, Jeff Barry and Ellie Greenwich were in the middle of a recording session for their group, The Raindrops. They had a, a hit single. They knew it was going to be a hit called That Boy John, but they realized they didn't have a song to put on the back. So during the lunch break, the two went out in the hall, get this, and 20 minutes later came back with this song. The name of the song, which was kind of silly and they didn't, expect anything from it, was called the Hanky Panky. So here are the raindrops, and then a couple of years later, Tommy James and the Shondells. My baby does the Hanky Panky. Really? Hmm. My baby does the Hanky Panky.
By the way, if you're interested to know why there was no request corner at the beginning of this show, it's really very simple. Nobody requested a song. I think that's a little bit, you know what it is. And, you know, I try very hard to do this show and I don't get upset, especially I don't get upset when I, when they don't, when nobody uh, puts in donations that have been listening for a long time and they really should, but they either they don't have it or they just don't care enough, which is, Okay, with me. But when it comes to participating, that's another story where it doesn't cost you any money. You know, it's it's just like some people have a habit. that All they do is they click like. And that's supposed to mean something, like. That and 100,000 likes will get you nowhere. But if you're going to participate in a show, which is why we have this um, request corner, then we should have requests. But I'm not going to beg. You don't want it, you don't get it. You want it, I put it in. Okay? Enough said. All right, let's get back to some interesting other stuff, which you might find interesting, I hope. It's uh like this one. This one became very big at the end of 1957, and uh, it had a very long and interesting history. In 1957, in February, Johnny Madara and the Juveniers came out with a song called Do the Bop. Now, Johnny had befriended a young vocal group called the Juveniers, and he wrote Do the Bop for them, along with another member of the group called Dave White. 
They recorded the song for Capitol Records, but Capitol Records, after listening to it, passed on it. American Bandstand host Dick Clark heard the recording and suggested a change of lyric and, uh, unfortunately, lead singers. Substituting the outdated word bop with hop to reflect the popularity of the record hops that were going on, White had his group, without Madeira, do the new recording with new member Danny Rapp on lead vocals. The Juveniles became Danny and the Juniors and scored a number one hit. The end of 1957, called At the Hop. So here are both Do the Bop and At the Hop. Let's go to the hot. Oh, baby. Let's go to the hot. 
Well, you are listening to Old Time Rock and Roll, and this is For the First Time. And tonight we're going to be doing songs that you have heard many, many times, and this time we're going to play the originals along with the hits. Now, this song was first recorded in 1954 by a young man called Roy Hamilton. Now, Roy is just a year away from becoming a very big star in this business with his first top 10 hit, Don't Let Go. But this song would take another six years before it would become a top 10 hit. Here's Roy Hamilton with his recording, I'm So Hurt. And then only one woman in the history of this business had a voice that could rival a man's for deepness and richness, and that was Timmy Euro. I'm so hurt. And we'd never, 
never, ever part Now you want someone new you'll ever know Yes, darling I'm so hurt <laughs> Because I still love you so But But Even Though you hurt me Like nobody else could ever do I would never Still one of my all-time favorite love songs. Just great. And I, my question always was, when, with, a, with a voice like she had, why she did not become a big, bigger star than she was. I mean, my God, the girl had a voice. That voice doesn't leave you. And shame on you, although I'm sorry to say she's passed on. Shame on you, Timmy, for not sticking around and becoming a household name. I mean, you can't compare the singers of today to Timmy Euro. I mean, <laughs> this girl had a voice. Wow. And she could do anything that anybody could do. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just in, I'm in, I'm in one of my agitated moods now and I can't help that. Well, here's another odd thing. One of, one thing you can say is that when Ray Charles records a song, they are hits. This particular song was written by Jimmy Holiday and Eddie Reeves for an album that Ray Charles was recording called The Volcanic Action of My Soul. The song they wrote was called All I Ever Need Is You. A couple of weeks later, Sonny and Cher gave it a try and had a song that went as high as number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Topped the easy listening charts for five weeks in late 1971. For five weeks, all I ever need is you. Sometimes when I'm down and all alone Oh, just like a child without a home The love you give me keeps me hanging on Oh, honey, all I ever need is you You're my first love, you're my last You're my future, you're my past And loving you is all I ask 
There you have it, Ray Charles's early and different interpretation of the song, All I Ever Need Is You. Quite interesting. I guess it's time for that little place here in, in uh, our show, which we call Annoying the Listeners. Uh, I hope we don't annoy you too much, but after all, we got to make a living, except we don't. As I've told you many times before, uh, I don't do this for money. If I did, I would have been broke many, many years ago. I do this because I have the songs and I want to share them with you. It's just another way, a legal way of sending music and having you enjoy it. As I tell you a little bit about the background, rather than put it on YouTube and and let everybody hear it and not get paid for it. And you know I'm I'm big on that because even though the artists all don't receive a cut of the songs, it goes to the producers and writers and uh, arrangers, and, and sometimes they do get a cut if they had anything whatsoever to do with the writing of the song. So we want them, especially at this, which would be my <laughs> waning years, they need a little money, they should get it. I mean, really, come on. Anyway, uh, the whole show is predicated on that basis, that rock and roll is meant to be shared. Old-time rock and roll is meant to be shared. And for you to participate, there are several ways. One is, yeah, you you knew I was going to bring that up again, didn't you? And that is to request a song, which costs you nothing, but you still have a hard time doing it. It may take you 15, 20 seconds to write that down, but yeah. You can go to the website, www.oldtimernr.com. You could go to the Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash OTRNR. If you want to donate, well, you go to the website. If you want to make a, mm, a vanity show, well, then you just email me at OTRNR contact at gmail.com. In fact, we have a vanity show coming on next week, which I think you're going to like. It's a vanity show that's really a variety show, and I love them. Some interesting song choices as well. In any case, the, like I said many, many times, I have the music. I can listen to it anytime, and it doesn't cost me a penny. It does cost me a penny to share it with you. It costs me a lot of pennies, a lot, a lot of pennies. Years worth of pennies, never mind. Okay, let's 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 do away with it. If you'd like to, I sure would appreciate it because this is 
done for you. All right. I'm going to say something about a song now, which I never thought I'd say anyway. I was very fond of Buddy Holly. I met Buddy Holly only, I guess, although he was on a lot of the Alan Freed shows, I don't think I met him until January of 1959. Matter of fact, one month and two days before the fatal plane crash. But I was not a fan of the Picks. Now, the Picks may have been a band, but they did vocals. And they their background vocals, to me, led something to be desired. I don't know what it was. I thought it killed Oh Boy. And it killed a lot of the stuff that they put that that background music. They should have just left Buddy Holly to do what he did best. Anyway, to go back a little bit, on February 2nd of 1957, Sonny West, Bill Tigman, and Norman Petty recorded this song called All My Love. And, of course, it was Oh Boy. The song was originally recorded by Sonny West in early 1957, but failed to achieve any commercial success. It was later recorded by Buddy Holly and the Crickets on July 1st, 1957 at the Norman Petty Studios in Clovis, New Mexico, with Holly singing lead vocals and the Picks providing the backing vocals, which I think spoiled the entire song. But then again, that's only my opinion. Here are the two versions, Sonny West and Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Oh, boy. All of my love, all of my kissing, you don't know what you've been missing, oh boy. Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy, the whole world can see that you are oh, meant for me. All of my life, I've been waiting, tonight there'll be no hesitating, oh boy. Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy, the whole world can see that you were meant for me. Stars appear and the shadows are falling You can hear my heart calling A little bit of loving makes everything right And I'm gonna see my baby tonight All of my love, all of my kissing You don't know what you've been missing, oh boy Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy Oh boy, the world can see that you were meant for me You don't know what you've been missing, oh boy. Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy, the whole world can see that you were meant for me. All of my life I've been waiting. Tonight there'll be no hesitating, oh boy. Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy, the whole world can see that you were meant for me. Stars appear and the shadows are falling You can hear my heart calling A little bit of loving makes everything right I'm gonna see my baby tonight All of my love, all of my kissing You don't know what you've been missing, oh boy Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy Oh boy, the whole world can see that you were meant for me
Baby Talk was released in 1959 by Jan and Dean, and it became a top 10 hit for them on Dory Records. Jan Berry worked on the song with friends, Dory Records staffers Lou Adler and the very famous Herb Alpert. The song, however, was first recorded by another group in 1958 called The Laurels. Here are both versions of Baby Talk.
sometimes when i when i give you the history of some of these songs it's a little much to to take in i mean sometimes for me too this one is scary because the hit that we all know wasn't really a hit and the song that we don't know really was a hit so let let's try and make some sense out of it Crying in the Chapel was a song written by Artie Glenn for his son Darrell to sing. Now, Darrell recorded it while still in high school in 1953, along with Artie Glenn's band, the Rhythm Riders. So you know it was a country-western song. The song was rejected by Hill and Range Songs and Acuff Rose Music, so they didn't think it was it had much of a future. But the song was eventually published by Valley Publishers, which also released the single version 
featuring Daryl Glenn. It became a local hit, and then it went nationwide. The version that was originally version was as a single was uh, done in 1953. The song became one of the most covered songs of that year. Daryl Glenn's original recording reached number one on the cash box charts, where all the different versions were listed, and number six on the Billboard charts. Daryl Glenn's original version also hit number six on the Billboard Pop Singles charts and number four on the Billboard Country and Western charts. Rex Allen's version reached number eight, Ella Fitzgerald's version number 15, and Art Lund and his orchestra's version reached number 23. But the R&B group, Sonny Till and the Orioles, who recorded a cover version of the song, which became a major success in 1953, the Orioles cover version went to number one on the R&B charts, number 11 on the pop charts, and was indeed included on the soundtrack album for the film American Graffiti. So how many of these versions of the song am I going to play? Well, I don't know how many you can stand of crying in a chapel. You saw me crying in the chapel The tears I shed were tears of joy I know the meaning of contentment I am happy with the Just a plain and simple chapel Where all good people go to pray I prayed the Lord that I'll grow stronger As I live from day to day And I searched, but I couldn't find no way on earth to find peace of mind. Now I'm happy in the chapel where people are of one accord. Yes, we gather in the chapel Just to sing and praise the Lord You'll search and you'll search But you'll never find Troubles to the chapel. Get down on your knees and pray. Then your burdens will be lighter. 
Crying in the chapel, the tears I shed were tears of joy. I know the meaning of contentment now. I am happy with the Lord. Just a plain and simple chapel where humble people go to pray. I pray the Lord that I'll grow stronger as I live from day to day. I've searched and I've searched, but I couldn't find no way on earth to gain peace of mind. Now I'm happy in the chapel where people are of one accord. We gather in the chapel just to sing and praise the Lord. Sinner looks for something that will put his heart at ease. There is only one true answer. He must get down on his knees. You'll search and you'll search. But you'll never find no way on earth to gain peace of mind. Take your troubles to the chapel. Get down on your knees and pray. Your burdens will be light. if you can tell that was from my 78 rpm recording and <laughs> you know how they are especially around lee douglas the disc killer now if you haven't heard the story and and i don't know who isn't i wish my mother was around to tell it i was not exactly the most responsible person in the world and when it came to my records although i loved them i don't know i just didn't take very good care of them I was very lazy, and I just left them around, and they got scratched even worse than they were, and I, I don't know. Uh, it cost me plenty because I had to re re um, <laughs> buy most of the things as I got on later in life. Oh, well. Such is the way that the world goes, and there isn't much you can do about that. D. Clark had a number 20 hit with a version of a song called Hey Little Girl in 1959. And it was one of his best. 
But earlier in that same year, Thurston Harris, who hit the charts big with Little Bitty Pretty One in 1958, flopped with the original version of this song. So here are both. D. Clark and Thurston Harris. Hey, little girl.
Now, in that particular case, I would assume as a record buyer that it was the arrangement that killed Thurston Harris from having a hit with that. I just think that that's, that was the problem. Now, hey, I, if anybody ever asked me, I wouldn't sit there with a piece of gum in my mouth saying, well, I like it because you could dance to it and it has a good beat.
That's another thing that always irked me in in those days. And I guess it's it's true to a certain degree. I cannot stand when people are chewing gum and talking at the same time. It just bugs the heck out of me, I gotta tell you. Well, Kareen Karina was a country blues song that was first recorded by Bo Carter in nineteen thirty-two. It has become a standard in uh, a number of musical styles, including blues, rock and roll, Cajun, Western swing. The biggest versions of the song were by Big Joe Turner on Atlantic Records in 1956 and Ray Peterson's Top 10 1960 version, which was produced by Phil Spector. Corina Corina. <laughs> Corina, Corina 
I don't know. I vote for the up-tempo one. But then again, that's uh, my own opinion, I guess. Uh, you know how it is. Everybody has their own. Fats Domino's biggest hit of the 40 songs he had on the top 10 on the R&B charts and the top 10, he had 11 singles on the regular pop charts. 22 of Fats's Domino Imperial singles were double-sided hits. But for us as a kid, we heard that song in early 1957 and thought it was a cool new song written by this well-known R&B singer and his mentor, writer Dave Bartholomew. Well, not quite. Here's the original record recorded by Sammy Kay and his orchestra. Oh, boy. With band singer Tommy Ryan from May 31st, 1940. We found it. You have to suffer through it. Here's Blueberry Hill.
Another song that was tried and written originally in the 1950s and then became a big hit about 10 years later. This one is 1955's song by Willie, what in the world, Mabone on Chess Records from 1955. And, uh, and then in the 1960s, 7th Son by Johnny Rivers. I can do things for you, makes your heart feel glad. I can look in the skies and predict the rain. I can tell when a woman's got another man. I'm the one. I'm the one. I can make you cry for me, oh, day and night. I can heal the sick and raise the dead. And I can wake your little girls, talk off out of your head. I'm the 
sweet I'll make you love and hot even skip a beat I can take you baby and hold you in my arm and make the place quiver lovely bone I'm the one I'm the one Skip a beat Heal a sick Raise a dead Make the little girls talk out of their heads I'm the one Oh, I'm the one I'm the one, I'm the one I wanna call the seventh son A beat, heal a sick, raise a dead, and make the little girls talk out of their heads. I'm the one. Oh, I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one. My one to call a seventh son. I'm the one. I'm not one for busting bubbles. You know, I know they do that a lot in history these days. But it's been recorded that, you know, that this uh, song, which was originally re- supposedly recorded live in the, at the Whiskey A Go Go, is that it, the songs did not come across clearly in the recording they tried and they actually had to redo it in the studio with voices of people singing and laughing and clanking glasses. So I don't know, you know, that you can't tell anything is what's true today and what's not because 
You know what they say, if you repeat a lie long enough, uh, people are going to believe it. So who knows? Now, I love this guy's name. I mean, (laughs) this song, The Devil with the Blue Dress On, was written by, I love the name, Shorty Long. I just love that. And William Stevenson. It was first performed by Shorty Long for his debut single on Motown in 1964, but the single failed to chart. Two years later, Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels added another song from 1957 called Good Golly Miss Molly to that mix. And in 1966, the two songs together made a hit for Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels and made them major stars. The song peaked at number four on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Devil with the Blue Dress On.
talking Molly now. Here she come, wearing a wig hat and shades to match. Got her high heeled shoes and an alligator hat. Wearing a pearls and a diamond ring. Got braids that's gonna bring a night ever a flame. Devil with a This next song is is important for one specific reason, especially in the history of rock and roll and Elvis Presley, because this song was Elvis's 40th and final top 10 song. All right. Uh, the first version was released by a guy by the name of Arthur Alexander. He was considered himself a country soul singer, and he recorded it on an album in 1972, four months before Elvis Presley would re- would um, record this song, which would go to number two. Ladies and gentlemen, to close out the show, Burning Love. Oh, no. 
Douglas, good night, everybody. That is a wrap. 